0: This is the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Hello and welcome to the Truth Hurts program for November the 9th, 2023. It is Thursday, the day before a three day holiday weekend for Veterans Day. I'm your host, Steve Z, and today we're going to talk about everything Biden border disaster. We're going to discuss how the Biden family and the Democratic Party are enriched by all of the illegal, criminal, law-breaking, invading, trespassing migrants, and the connections to the Mexican cartels, the Mexican government, the Biden crime family directly, and of course the Democratic Party, who stands to benefit from all of the new Democratic Party voters crossing our borders illegally. And this first segment of the Truth Hurts program today brought to you by all of our Hispanic and Latino advertisers here on the Truth Hurts program. All parodies, of course.
1: Bon dia. Biden Motors announces the all new 2022 Bambino Bus SUV. It's a range of high-capacity transportation vehicles. Are you looking to transport a large number of illegal immigrants across the desert terrain? Bambino Bus is for you. Are you looking for a vehicle to transport 20 or more across rivers, across deserts, or across other type of terrain? And you need the horsepower to outrun the Border Patrol, the ICE, the customs, local law enforcement? Bambino Bus is for you. Need secure hidden space for your illegal drugs? Bambino Bus is for you. Bambino Bus from Biden Motors is the answer for today's human trafficker looking to make lots of money smuggling immigrants into the U.S. Available in light desert tan, camel green, or any design of your choosing, your Bambino bus from Biden Motors can be wrapped to look like a produce van, a tour bus, or any business of your choosing. Look us up on the web at BidenMotors.gov. That's BidenMotors.gov. Si hablo espanol, si, si, papi, we do.
0: No United States president in the history of our nation has done more to expand the influence, the revenue, and the corruption of the Latin American cartels, the human smugglers, the terrorists, and organized crime than gropey Joe Biden. I can almost hear the shouts of Viva el Presidente Biden and Vivan a las fronteras abiertas, which means Long Live the Open Borders. Here's a headline from the Wall Street Journal. Smuggling migrants into the U.S. is a booming business, and indeed it is. U.S. Customs and Border Protection data state that over 2.5 million southwest land border encounters occurred in fiscal 2023, which runs from October through September. That was a record, and it was not much larger than fiscal year 2022, which had 2.4 million encounters. Fiscal 2021, Joe Biden's first year in office, had one and three quarters million. That's over 6.6 million southwest border encounters in Joe Biden's three years in office. And the third year isn't over yet. Let's contrast these figures with the period of time between 2014 and 2019, where encounters ranged around 500,000 a year. Hey, Joe. High score isn't a good thing here. Millions upon millions of migrants travel thousands of miles across South and Central America and Mexico, and they have created massive new opportunities for organized crime, cartels, human traffickers, smugglers, drug dealers. The number of migrants U.S.-bound Crossing through the Darien Gap in Panama this year has surged to a record 450000 as of Wednesday this week. Each of those migrants has to pay a minimum of $350 equivalent just to be guided through the Darien Gap in Panama. U.S. and Colombian investigators say that the Gulf Clan, a group made up of former paramilitary and rebel fighters who participated in Colombia's long civil war, take a major cut out of those fees. Cartels control most of the routes originating in South America that end at our southern border. Cartels take a cut of the money from those groups that gain control, access to certain areas. Cartels have teams specializing in logistics, surveillance, transportation, and more, resulting in annual revenues of up to $13 billion. According to a U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement official, the sheer number of people seeking to cross made migrant smuggling an irresistible moneymaker for the cartels. A new study published in the journal Science estimates that cartels with some 150 different groups employing over 175,000 people, cartels have become the fifth largest employer in Mexico. So you see, Joe Biden's policies actually are creating jobs, just not here in the United States. He's creating cartel jobs in Mexico. And as migrants continue to move towards the border, they fork over thousands of dollars, increasing the cartel's revenue and influence. Those who can't pay are forced to facilitate the cartel's illegal drug trafficking, becoming drug mules, or facing violence and death, not to mention the rape of young girls and women. The cartels spread the money around, buying influence, buying favors, Not to mention corruption throughout much of Latin America, Central America, and even here in the U.S. It's hard to blame the migrants themselves. They've been lied to. Lied to, claiming that you can simply walk across the border and have any kind of life you want in the United States of America. It's hard for the migrants who are hoping for opportunity, hoping for a better life, trying desperately to reach the United States of America. Most of them come from depressed economies or failed states in Latin America. But many more increasingly are coming from Russia, Africa, and even communist China by the tens of thousands. What percentage of these illegal immigrants are directly linked to terrorist organizations, communist governments, you know, spies, or just simply common criminals running from the law in their native countries, only to come here with no skill, no education, no grasp of our language, our customs, and then just become criminals here. Robbing, raping, stealing, carjacking, shooting, stabbing, home invasions. The inscription on the Statue of Liberty should no longer read, send us your poor, your tired, your huddled masses. It should read, if all things were done properly in America, border closed, try again later. But instead, the actual inscription reads more like, send us your criminals, your uneducated, your unskilled, your beggars, your drug dealers, your terrorists, your infiltrators, but mostly, send us future Democratic Party voters. If the southern border were actually closed, stopping all illegal immigration, if the federal government were determined to stop the flow, The migrant numbers would decrease significantly. We learned that during Donald Trump's time in office. Don't come to U.S. now. Donald Trump will make you go back. But now that Joe Biden's in office, it's come to U.S. now. Red carpet rolled out. Welcome mat rolled out. Free this, free that. Free transportation to anywhere you want to go and you will never be punished for your illegal activities. Migrants know that the border is wide open, regardless of what Biden and his officials tell the media. The migrants claim asylum, and even if the vast majority are economic immigrants who are not qualified under U.S. asylum laws, they will likely be allowed to stay for years or forever if their cases are ever heard in the immigration courts. Didn't Biden put Vice President Kamel Harris in charge of addressing the root causes of illegal immigration? The answer is yes, and she claimed last year she was making progress, but no one actually believes her. The fact is, Biden's open border policy is the primary cause of the massive influx of illegal criminal lawbreaking, trespassing invaders at our southern border. Biden and Harris set up a so-called U.S. Council on Transnational Crime, supposedly to enhance the government's fight against global crime organizations like the cartels. But in a recent report in the Dallas Morning News, quote, We can't find evidence that the council has met a single time since its formation in late 2021, or that it has publicly communicated a plan or strategy, unquote. So here it is, some of Biden's buddies are getting paid from your taxes to not meet, not strategize, not do anything, but collect a government check and put a title behind their names so they can grow within the Democratic Party. It is typical Democratic Party politics at work once again. My friends, to sum up, Biden's border policy has led to millions of economic migrants crossing illegally at our southern border. The cartels which control much of the land through which those migrants are passing see the flow of migrants as a huge financial opportunity and they have exploited it to the tune of billions of dollars. And the influx of those billions of dollars in new revenue has helped the cartels expand their illegal drug trafficking, human trafficking, corruption, and other criminal activities while undermining many of Latin American governments as well as imposing challenges for us here in the U.S. at the local, state, and federal level. So while Biden travels the country trying to convince Americans that his policies have made our economy stronger, he won't have to convince the cartels south of the border, they've never had it so good. Thanks to Merrill Matthews, a resident scholar with the Institute for Policy Innovation in Dallas, for his input to this segment of the Truth Hurts program.
2: We'll be right back. With the extremely high prices for new and used cars under Joe Biden's horrible inflation, many Americans are trying to keep those old clunkers running just a little bit longer, trying to stretch every dollar to keep their current ride on the road. Tito Flores Morales Gonzalez Mendez Perez is the owner of Car Town, a repair shop on the edge of town across the tracks in that old warehouse complex. You know the place. Graffiti on the walls, lots of cars on blocks, and lots of men just milling about. No, I'm not talking about the Home Depot on the south side. This place is behind the Home Depot, about a mile back. And old Tito has a message for all of you folks just trying to keep your ride on the road. If his shimmies, shakes, or it just needs breaks, bring it on down. We have the right parts and we won't break your heart here at Cartown. If it sputters and shudders or steers towards the gutters, just bring it on down. We have tools, our shop is cool, everybody loves Cartown. If it weaves and bobs or has loose dashboard knobs, just bring it on down. If your truck needs a lift or your car just won't shift, come to Cartown. Yes, my friends, Cartown has been tinkering on cars since before Henry got bored and invented the Ford. If it clicks and won't start or it smells like a fart, just bring it on down. Our shop is real nice and you'll like the price here at Car Town. If it leaks or it squeaks, it binds or it creaks, just bring it on down. We're easy to find on Main Street at Vine here at Car Town. If the heater won't heat, you've got springs loose in the seat, just bring it on down. If your windshield has cracks or it's power you lack, come to Car Town. Car Town employs Shade Tree McCann and tinkerers with questionable citizenship. But don't let the brown skin fool you. I know some supposedly certified Caucasian automotive technicians who can't tell their ass from a hat. If it grinds through the gear or refuses to steer, just bring it on down. If your car rides like a truck or your gear shift gets stuck, come to car town. We'll shake it, bake it, and if we can't fix it, we'll fake it, and you'll still have to pay. If you drive it like you stole it, you crashed it or rolled it, That's really okay. On road or off road, country or town, if it ain't running right, bring it on down to Car Town. If your AC don't cool and you don't have the tools, just bring it on down. We're off the main highway in that old warehouse complex. So remember to come armed. Car Town, your local car repair authority. Oh, did someone say authority? Run, everybody, immigrate, immigrate, officiante. Run, run, and the Cartown has been recognized as a recipient of the Joe Biden
0: Immigration Red Carpet Award for Successful Illegal Immigrant Business. If you've ever had the pleasure of driving through Interstate 10, out of Florida, through Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, and Texas, or driving from California through Arizona, New Mexico, and into Texas, or if you've ever driven down Interstate 45, 35, 55, Fifty-nine, or any of the southbound interstates, you've probably seen them. Cars attached to cars attached to cars with makeshift tow bars drilled into the plastic bumpers of the car ahead of them and possibly the front wheels of the middle car sitting on a tow dolly. With a Mexican, an illegal, criminal, law-breaking, trespassing migrant, a Latino an ombre behind the wheel of the front car with a little makeshift light on the back and the masking tape on the rear window of the very rearmost car saying in tow, sometimes tow is spelled T O E. It's kind of funny, but most of the time it's T O W. Now what you see are usually wrecked cars, cars with missing hoods, deck lids crushed in on the side or in the front or in the rear piled full of clothing and bicycles strapped on the back sometimes it's a pickup truck with five or six barbecue grills a bicycle a motorcycle sometimes if you're really lucky you see a box truck a big like a u-haul moving van stripped of all of its markings with a tow bar pulling another similar box truck with the rear doors open and a car or two in the back of each of those box trucks They're all headed for the southern border. While we're importing uneducated, unskilled, non-English-speaking immigrants, criminals, terrorists into our country to take jobs away from the lower-skilled American worker, we're exporting our automobiles. Some of my Truth Hurts program listeners have told me, Steve, getting rid of all of those junk cars is good for our economy. Because we don't have them filling up our landfills and our junkyards. But in fact, those wrecked cars could be used to repair cars that are wrecked that we drive. The used auto parts industry in the United States is suffering massive shortages of inventory. Because many, many, many of the wrecked cars are being transported south of the border. Where they are repaired on the cheap and sold to Mexicans who may one day all band together and crash our borders in those very same makeshift repaired cars in a final invasion to take over the United States of America. You think it sounds funny. You think it's some kind of mad conspiracy theory in the part of Steve Z here at the Truth Hurts program. But the possibility is real. And as those cars make it to the south, driven illegally, triple-toed, as it's called. The police do absolutely nothing about it. I did an interview about two years ago here on the Truth Hurts program with a Louisiana state trooper who refused to give his name on the air, and I don't blame him because he would have certainly lost his job had that interview and his identity been made public. I even used some of my wonderful studio voice transformation tools to disguise his voice so that no one could identify this trooper, a gentleman I've known for literally 22 years. I asked him a few simple questions to which he answered honestly and truthfully, in my opinion. First question, why do the state troopers not pull over and ticket these illegally double and triple towed cars and trucks as they go down the highway. They can't possibly be safe. They can't possibly be legal. The answer that I got was not unexpected, but was shocking to some of my Truth Hurts program listeners. The answer was this. Number one, if I pull them over and they're illegal, they're not here lawfully. They don't have a green card. They're not citizens of this nation. I then have to detain them on the side of the road. I have to call Immigrations and Customs Enforcement or the Border Patrol, depending on how close to the border we are at that time. They then take hours if they show up at all. They come out and they question the individual. And then if by some strange occurrence, that individual is wanted, has a criminal record here in the United States, has a deportation order in effect, if they've even given their proper name and identification to me and to the Border Patrol or Customs and Border Protection officials, then we have to do something with those three vehicles and the tow dolly and the tow bar. We have to impound it. We can't just take it and send it to a junkyard because evidently the Pedro, Julio, Hector, Mendez, whatever his name is, who was driving that car has a bill of sale from somewhere so it was legally purchased by an illegal immigrant. Imagine the paperwork nightmare. Not to mention trying to get this person deported. What do we do with that? We have to call tow trucks and because we the state get involved we can't tow it as it is with all three of those vehicles together. So we have to dismantle the makeshift tow job. We have to call three tow trucks and your tax dollars Steve Z, have to pay. For those vehicles to be towed, stored, impounded, what have you. And chances are no one will ever come to pick them up. And the state is then on the hook for the storage fees for each of those illegal vehicles and the tow bars and tow dollies to some private tow yard. No one will ever come back for them. And you and I, through our tax dollars, will have to pay for the storage of those items until the storage yard, by their own rules and regulations, auctions those items off at a public sale. Not to mention the fact that so far, knock on wood, he said, we haven't had very many of those makeshift tow jobs come apart driving down the highway, causing accidents, causing injury. We've been very fortunate, knock on wood, that nothing bad has happened. So my next question was this. Will it take one of those makeshift triple-toed cars to come off of its makeshift tow bar, cross the median, and crash into a school bus full of nuns or small school children, igniting in a massive fiery blaze and killing a bunch of children or innocent people before the state police gets off their asses and does something? His answer was expected. That's above my pay grade. I only do what I am told to do. And yet that same state trooper admitted while on the air that if he sees a pickup truck towing a travel trailer, towing a boat, he is obligated under state law to pull them over and to verify that the driver is properly licensed to do a double tow. And then to pull out his measuring wheel and to make damn sure that the front bumper of the truck all the way to the rear propeller of the boat behind the camper doesn't exceed the state's length limit and then issue that driver a ticket. Of course, my rhetorical comment in question was, because you know the driver of that $100,000 pickup and that $150,000 fifth wheel travel trailer and that $55,000 boat will most certainly pay the fine or at least show up to court. These illegal towing operations, sending all of these damaged cars, mechanically unsafe, unsound cars, cars that belong in a junkyard somewhere here in the U.S., are being dragged down our highways, and local law enforcement turns a blind eye because it's too much paperwork, it's too much hassle, and it consumes too much of their, I'll just say it, donut-eating time to sit on the side of the road in the mosquito-filled Louisiana swamp waiting for the federal government's border people to show up and do their jobs. And they're so scattered now. Those border patrol, those Immigrations and Customs Enforcement personnel, those Customs and Border Protection officials, they're not close enough to respond quickly because they're all redeployed to the southwest border to make sandwiches, sandwiches, and Kool-Aid and make fluffy beds for the illegal criminals violating our most sacred and sovereign border laws. You think something might be done about it, but the answer is no. Not until Donald Trump regains power or perhaps some other forward-thinking American supporting president. As of right now, we have open borders, thanks to Joe Biden. We have open borders with millions, and that's not hyperbole, that's fact. Millions upon millions of illegal, criminal, law-breaking, trespassing, invading migrants at our southern border. And Joe Biden is welcoming them in, in the hopes that they will vote Democrat. Jack Walters writes in the GB News publication, Texas National Guard takes matters into their own hands as Biden is blasted for migration failure. Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott shared footage showing members of the Lone Star State's militia, military, National Guard working late into the night to tackle the problem of unlawful immigration. Camouflage-clad men and women clutching riot shields approached dozens of illegal migrants emerging from the water. Abbott says Texas National Guard soldiers continue to deter and turn back illegal immigrants attempting to enter Texas. With Biden refusing to secure the border, Texas holds the line, Greg Abbott says. An increasing number of migrants crossing the southwest border has renewed political pressure on the 46th president who continues to ignore the issue. A recent poll suggests Americans remain convinced that Donald Trump, the former commander-in-chief who pledged to build the big beautiful wall at the US-Mexico border is much better suited to deal with the crisis of illegal immigration. Despite facing a number of legal obstacles, a 77-year-old property tycoon-turned-politician is well ahead of his successor, Mr. Biden, in swing states such as Nevada, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Georgia, and Michigan for an upcoming election. According to the Border Patrol, there have been almost two and a half million encounters at the southwest land border between October of last year, September of this year. The figure is above the 2.37 million encounters recorded in the same period last fiscal year. And Biden is finding himself in political hot water over the issue with Democrat mayors in Chicago, Denver, Houston, Los Angeles, and New York begging the president to get off his ass and do something, anything. Denver Mayor Mike Johnston told the Associated Press, the crisis is we have folks who desperately want to work. And we have employers who desperately want to hire them. And we have a federal government that's standing in the way of the employers who want to hire employees who want to work. That's not the problem. The problem is you have illegal immigrants defying our most sacred and sovereign border laws. And the federal government is doing absolutely nothing to deter them. And we have low skilled American citizens who would love to do those jobs. But you see, Biden's inflation has priced them out of the market. Those companies who hire these illegal immigrants should be punished dearly for not hiring Americans. Emily Simons is a deputy White House press secretary. And she said, quote, we're committed to supporting local jurisdictions that are hosting migrants and have recently arrived into the country. We're going to continue to deliver support every way that we can. Biden's also requesting yet another $1.4 billion from Congress to support state and local governments, not to deter illegal immigration, but to provide shelter and services to the illegal criminal migrants. Utah Senator Mike Lee, labeled the 46th President Joe Biden, quote, a disaster, unquote. He said this is entirely within President Biden's ability to take hold of. It's entirely within the Biden administration's ability, without further legislation, to simply enforce the border laws, but they refuse to enforce the laws already on the books. And that's the truth, my friends, no matter how much the truth hurts. Thanks for joining me for this edition of the Truth Hurts Program dedicated solely to Biden's border blunders and the disaster of the Democratic Party as far as immigration law is concerned. We'll see you on the next one. Go out there and have a great day.
1: Adios, amigos.
0: Thank you for listening. Copyright 2023, the Truth Hurts Program Network, all rights reserved. Background music courtesy of Jason Shaw and Audio Nautics. This program was pre-recorded.